Hey ladies, I hope you're having an awesome day. In this episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit of how you can change the way you question your relationship with alcohol or about yourself or whatever's going on in your mind. A lot of times we tend to go to the why versus the what or the how. And it's amazing how simply changing the questions that we ask ourselves will help guide us into potentially what that new action step will be. So I just wanted to thank you for all your uh, encouragement. Thank you for your reviews. I'm going to continue to ask and encourage you to go to the iTunes app. If you're listening to this on your phone, just scroll down, click the stars and write a review. Because as a reminder, it helps get the message out. And I've had some awesome emails lately. Women coming in saying, hey, I found your podcast. This is awesome. Thank you so much. You're already helping me. And then what I want you to do too is as I'm continuing to develop and grow the website, as I'm working on creating the program coming back in February, you'll begin to see more and more. So go to setfreesisterhood.com and let me know you're listening. Send in your email and we'll be able to get you on the mailing list and keep up with all the upcoming programs, what's happening, the podcast replays, just in case you miss anything. And then join the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group and find the community. I will be in there more frequently this year and going to work on more teaching and tools and things like that. As you know, most of you know that the last year I had a lot of shifts and personal changes in my life. So I was really focused on that and I was focusing on um, making the physical moves and the changes in my life, but also taking care of myself, really taking care of my children. And I'm ready for 2023. I'm so excited. I'm settled in my new place. The kids are doing great and I've just grown so much and I'm learning so much and I'm continuing to bring to you the support that you need to not only stop over drinking, but to really begin to transform your life and to get out of this place of the, just the pain you're in and the place of feeling stuck. So many of you are just so stuck in the same old, same old, and we've got to make new choices. But what happens is sometimes our brain, and I say brain because that's really what's going on, our mind, the way we think, it makes it seem so big and scary because you think you're starting at point A and you have to get to point Z. Well, guess what? It doesn't work that way. You don't have to be stuck in this cycle, miserable, the thinking of the way you're thinking about yourself, the way you're feeling about your situation, your marriage, your job, your weight, the way you look, um, all of it to being completely happy and healthy. It just doesn't work that way. There's always a journey and I'm going to tell you, there's your own roadmap. I'm here to guide you, support you, shine the light, give you amazing tools that absolutely work. And you are going to be the one to walk it through. And I'm telling you, if you'll partner with God on this, the process not only will go so much smoother, it will actually lean you into more frequently and the direction that he is calling you to be, the woman he's calling you to be and the direction you need to go in. And you have to trust him. So I'm so grateful that he has brought me to this place where I am in my life through all the growth and circumstances so that I can be here to serve you and help you. So thanks again for being who you are, being here and involved in this community. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? 
Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of overdrinking even when you told yourself you would stop. Waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, ladies, I know that you're asking yourself this because I did for a while and I've heard you ask it inside of our conversations, our consults, the emails, and now just know it's happening. What happens is we want to know why. And this is very normal for us to desire lots of whys in our life in general when, when bad things happen. Why did this happen? Why did she have to die? Why did he have to die? Why did why did he have to leave? Why did he do this? But then I want to just turn that into the reality of what that looks like when we turn it inward, especially as we're trying to stop drinking or stop over drinking. Okay. It's super important that we realize that the why is not really what matters. I think we want it. We really do. I remember a time when I was just like, why do I keep doing this? Like that was one of my first notes on here. Why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep going through this day in, day out loop where I tell myself in the morning, I'm not going to drink because I have a hangover, have a headache. I got to get the kids up for school. I got to go to work. And then I do it again. Like, why do I keep doing this? Well, I never could answer it really. Now, from a looking back wisdom perspective, I can say probably simply the answer was because I was drinking a, an addictive substance. I was drinking a toxin. I was in a habit loop. It was affecting my brain, my body. It affected the way nutritionally how my body processed things. Like it's simply looking back. I know why I was in the loop, but that doesn't help us to know why. What if I'd have just known? What if I'd have sat there that day and was able to answer that question? Would that have encouraged or created an action step if I knew the answer? No, it wouldn't. Because just knowing why doesn't actually help us make changes, does it? So we ask, why do I keep doing this? Why do I drink till I pass out? Why do I hide my drinking from my spouse <clears throat> or from my friends? Why can't I stop? Why can't I just stop this? That's a huge one, right? Why can't I just have one? Why can't I be like my friends that goes out and have dinner and just have one glass of wine? Like, what's wrong with me? Like, why, why am I this way, right? Why am I so broken? Why doesn't he understand, like maybe you have a spouse that drinks too, or maybe you have, you have one that doesn't. And this, there's this, this, uh, stuckness that you feel like if only they could understand, why don't they understand? Well, I'm going to go ahead and rip that bandaid off and encourage you today. You're going to have to let that one go because they're never going to understand. 
Because what I have discovered through the years is no matter how much your person, you could have an amazing relationship. They love you greatly. No one can understand your own journey. The only, I can even only understand it to a degree because I experienced a lot of the same things that you have, the feelings that you have, the thoughts that you have. But our journey is our own. And especially those that are really close to us, they don't see and they cannot see this internal turmoil, the mind drama, the how much time you think about it, how much time you negotiate it. And this is huge because I've seen a lot of women stay stuck because in fear of or desire to to try to get their partner to understand, well, if he would just only understand, then maybe I could, he would help me more. And that's great. And I'm all for support. And I know I'm kind of derailing this topic a little, but this is super important that you grasp this. Like, I think a support from your people are amazing, but it is not what's going to get you to where you want to be. You got to own it and you have to do it with or without support. Now, that's what I'm here for. That's what I want the community to grow into. Um, and I've given you tons of options. You can go to you can go to meetings if you want, whether it's celebrate recovery or something else. You can go to Bible studies. You can go to friend groups. There's lots of ways you can get accountability, and I'm sure there's someone in your life that can even support you without knowing the details. I bet a spouse could support you in some ways. Maybe they can't give you what you hope or really desire. And that's okay because we have to give it to ourselves. We have to know what we need. Okay. So let's shift from this conversation of all the whys. The whys we do these things. Why can't I just quit? Why can't I just have one? And I want to give you some questions to dive into today. I hope that this will encourage you to maybe even write these down and take some time to do a little journaling. Now I've heard from a lot of you like, well, I don't necessarily journal or don't like to journal, or maybe I did for a little while and I'm not really good at it or I don't do it every day. It doesn't matter. There again, there's no rules here. There is no, if you don't do this every day, then you're not doing it correctly. It's not that at all. You could do it once a week. I mean, I'm so at this point in my life, I am so sporadic with my journaling that there'll be days where I'm like, okay, I really want to write some stuff down I have some thoughts coming up. I don't want to forget them. A lot of what I do, though, is the audio recordings if I need to do that on my computer or my phone because I am very auditory. I like to talk through things. I'm a very oral, verbal processor. That's just what I do. So you find what works for you. But if you dive into these questions, I believe in my heart that it will make a huge difference for you to at least open up a window of awareness So you can see in a little bit further past this top layer of stuckness that you're in instead of asking the why. So here we go. Ooh, I'm diving right in. What am I hiding from myself? What I mean by that is what is the truth underneath these feelings that I'm having that I haven't even been willing to communicate to me? You know, that's something that's like, that's there and it may have been there for a long time and you like, you know, it's there and you know, it's something that you're feeling, you're seeing in your life, but you're just not willing to admit it. You're just not willing to say it out loud, even if it's just to yourself in a room. You're just not ready to acknowledge that like, maybe that's it. Oh, what if, what if it's because I'm really miserable in this relationship? 
What if it's that I hate my job? What if it's like, oh, my kids are awful. You know, and the thing is, there's nothing that we have to do right now. This is not like if you discover that you really are like struggling with your kids right now or that you're struggling inside your marriage, that doesn't mean you have to do anything yet, okay? And it doesn't mean that you're going to ever have to do anything with that, but it helps you acknowledge what you're feeling so that you can get real instead of trying to hide it. Because I'm going to tell you, the more you hide it, the more you press it down, the more it will fester and it's going to get worse. And you're not going to even be able to process and heal it because we can't do that in darkness, right? We have to bring these these things to the surface in order to get set free from them, ladies. All right, here's the next one. What am I needing? What do you need? What am I feeling right now? Like, what am I feeling right now that is making me want to continue to drink? I'm stressed out. Okay, well, stressed out is not really a feeling, right? It is in a way we can make it, we can make it a feeling, but it's really a thought. Why am I stressed? What's below that? Well, I feel like, like I don't have enough time in the day to have time for me. I'm just working and I'm coming home and I'm taking care of kids. Okay, well, what does that really mean? And what's that feel like? I feel not seen. I feel not seen. I feel not heard. I don't feel loved. I don't feel respected, appreciated. Ah, now we're getting to it. Now we're getting down to it because that's very vulnerable when we recognize that we don't feel seen and heard inside of our sometimes our most intimate, supposed to be intimate relationships then we hide because that feels very exposed and we're afraid to expose ourselves to ourselves or that person because in fear of what will happen. Because then the next step is fear. Well, what if I say this is how I'm feeling? What is he going to say? How is he going to respond? What if he gets mad at me? And so I drink. Okay. What do I hate right now? This is a good one because this can pull up some very much high energy in you. Like, what do you hate Is there something in your life that just triggers you and you just get angry, whether it's an injustice that you keep going into? It could be big picture. It could be something that's not even happening inside of your home, your job, your town. It could be world stuff. You could be so consumed with what's going on around the world right now because you have this big heart for people and you have this heart for girls and women. And maybe there's some things going on that's just this huge injustice and you're angry and you hate it. But you feel vulnerable inside of your hate and your anger because you feel like there's nowhere you can put it. And if you tell somebody, they'll think you're crazy for talking about it. And that like, you can't do anything about that. So why are you so upset? So you drink. Okay. What is making me so angry? That's the follow up. Because typically that's what happens if you feel like there's something that you hate and you really just have this like, like I said, this high energy, ask, ask yourself about it. What is it? And write all this down. Get it out. Process it. What else could I do in this moment? If Especially if this is a question that we could say, like, if I'm in this place where I'm highly triggered and I'm about to, like, go guzzle some alcohol, like, what else can I do right now? Like, that's one of those quick turnaround questions. So we're not really diving deep in that one. It's just telling, okay, what else can I do? Okay, well, I can go outside and you know, do some jumping jacks. I can do a dance. I can call my best friend. I can just remove this from this being in front of it right now. Remove myself from the conversation. 
whatever it looks like. It gives yourself and your brain options because our brain is like a computer, right? With some emotional layers mixed in. It wants to help you. So if you ask it, you ask your mind's eye, what else can I do? You're going to have some options. Now you're going to have some dominant um, pushback, but we don't want to because this is what we do. We drink, we just check out, but you can change it up if you want. This is your, this is on you. This is your choices. Next question. What do I want? Like, really, what do I want? I want, I want what? This could be big. Like, what do I really want? Big picture. Or this could be what I really want right now in this moment, standing in this room with my husband or with my boyfriend or with my children or at my job. Like, what do you want? I want to be seen. I want people to listen to me. I feel like nobody's listening. I have all these great ideas. Well, no wonder you drink if you're not willing to be vulnerable. I'm telling you so much of this, and this is so much of my journey that I hid for so long and I avoided for so long out of fear of being exposed and vulnerable and then being hurt. When guess what? All I was doing was hurting myself all of this time by avoiding. And when you put up armor like I did and like some of you are doing, we can't let love in and we can't let love out because we're blocking hurt, pain, fear, embarrassment, regret. But yet we're doing it inside the armor to ourselves. All the stuff's happening in there. And so I'm just wanting to, I'm not saying that you should just go out and just expose it all, but there should be a place in your life where you look around and someone in your life should be safe enough where you can say, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. And if you don't feel like you have that right now in this moment inside your relationships, you got God and you got you. So sit down with him and write this out in your journal and say, listen, this is what I want. And I don't really know how to get there right now. And I don't know that this is necessarily possible, but I desire this. God, help me, help me start to take action steps. Because what I do know is that if I can continue to drink like I'm drinking, I'm not going to get there. I'm not going to get what I want because I continue to hide. Next, what makes me happy? What makes you happy? What makes me sad? What makes me angry? And the last two are, what do I want more of in my life? And what do I want less of in my life? And I want you to take some time on this because sometimes where you are inside of the, the stuckness, the potential depression, anxiety, the feelings that you're feeling right now inside of your drinking loop, you might say, well, I just don't know. You do know it's under there because you're going to realize that I want more of what makes me happy, right? What brings you joy? I want more time with my kids or my grandkids, or I want more me time. I want to be able to have some quiet time in my home, or I want to go, I want to get away with my girlfriend, or I just, I want more friends. I want more relationships. I want less responsibilities. I want less stress and anger. Go deeper. Ask yourself, dig a little deeper. Okay. And I just want you to ask yourself, what I want more than anything else and how is this choice going to improve my life? So if you think about this, like if you really think about as your relationship with drinking, I just kind of want you to sit right now and process, okay, what's my relationship look like with drinking? And it is a relationship and that's part of the process we do inside of the, 
Stopover Drinking Sisterhood group that's coming towards the end of February. It is this relationship that we think about, we spend time with. It has control over us. We have been in it potentially a really long time. It could be a long-term relationship. We have to really ask ourselves, like, do I really want this in my life anymore? What And what it, what is this relationship costing me? I mean, simply it's costing you some could be potentially health, serious health issues. I know you're not sleeping well. I know your brain is foggy most of the time. So you kind of, it's, it's kind of affecting your self-esteem. It's costing you joy, fulfillment, happiness. So how will this choice improve your life? And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Because there again, we always think like, oh my gosh, I just need a cold turkey and quit. And I know a lot of you are doing dry January right now. And I would love to hear from you. How's it going? Because we're already on the second week of January. How's it going? How are you feeling? What's your thoughts doing? Are you are you doing anything to help you with it? Or are you just abstaining? Because if you're just, um, what is it called? White knuckling it and trying to get through. And then you just see February 1st come. How are you going to change? What's go- what's going to happen? You're just going to go right back into it? Because usually there's a major rebound effect when you just hold out like that without using any other coping tools. Your stress management is not, it's not there and it could get worse. So I'm just warning you in that area that if that's all you're doing, you're maybe doing a challenge. Good for you. Every day you don't drink is great. But what I don't want you to think is like that that's like, oh, okay, I made it. I'm okay. And then you go right back into it and you're back right back to the cycle because you will be back in the shame cycle too. And the guilt, like, oh, what is wrong with me? Why can't I stick with this? And you're back to the why questions. And they are not helpful because there's nothing wrong with you. You're truly not broken. Yes, there's parts of us that feel very broken, but that doesn't mean it's not healable. All of us can heal and we have to desire to want to heal and be willing to to get a little bit uncomfortable, to get really honest and surrender. So I love you. I hope this encourages you and helps you dive a little deeper. I would love to hear from you. Email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com or go straight to the website at setfreesisterhood.com and shoot me a message. Until next week, I love you. Have a great one. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.